Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Tonight, we thank you for what you are about to do in our lives. Your word is anointed. Your word is going to bless us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Job chapter 26, verse 1 to 3. Job 26, 1 to 3. But Job answered and said, How hast thou held him that is without power? How savest thou the arm that has no strength? How hast thou counseled him that has no wisdom? And how hast thou plentifully declared the thing as it is? We are considering for this service living without wisdom. Please take your seat. The scripture we just read is very important because we see Job giving an answer to the many questions that came to him and in giving some form of credence to the almightiness of God, he speaks about how God has helped the one who was without power. So we see that there is such a phenomenon as people who are without power. Then how God has also saved the arm that has no strength. So we also see another reality there that there are certain people whose arms lack strength. Then he goes on to talk about how God has given counsel to the one who has no what? Wisdom. So this is the crust of the matter especially for the topic we are treating, that God sees that there are some people who have no wisdom. How he has given counsel to those or to him that has no wisdom. So there is such a dynamic in the spirit and practically in life, such as one without wisdom. There are people whose reality is that they live without wisdom. It's a living without wisdom. It's an existence without wisdom. And that's why the Lord himself came in. And Job is saying, how hast thou counseled him that has no wisdom? Because in reality, it is difficult to give counsel to somebody who doesn't have wisdom. 
It's like, it's like giving an advice to a mad person. So, Job is expressing how God is able to miraculously, the same way that he has given help to the one without power, and strengthened the arm of the one who is weak or without strength. That's how miraculous it is to give counsel to someone who lacks wisdom. I mean, it's like there is no power in the battery of the phone. And you, you just happen to see the phone come alive. That's a miracle. That's why when there is no wisdom in your life, one of the things that will be defeated all day long will be counsel. Will be what? Counsel. But he says that it is a miracle that God is able to give counsel to one that has no wisdom. So the first thing I want you to understand is that there is such a reality as a person living without wisdom. And most of the times, when you are living without wisdom, you will not even accept. You will not agree that you are living without wisdom. Except it's pointed out to you and mostly when it's even pointed out to you, it will take a very high sense of humility, spirituality and a sense of responsibility to accept that you are a person living without wisdom or in a particular matter that you have not expressed wisdom. Are you here at all? So there are people who live without wisdom. Let's buttress the point. In that same Job 34, verse 34 to 35, Job 34, 34 to 35, the Bible says, and that's what the word of God says. It says, let men of understanding tell me and let a wise man hearken unto me. Job has spoken without knowledge. And his words are without what? Wisdom. So, I'm just showing you the phenomenon. The reality. No matter who you are. One of Job's friends is saying, look, this man has spoken without knowledge. And his words are without wisdom. Tell somebody that there can be a possibility that the whole you can be living without wisdom. I will not be surprised that you can live without wisdom. I tell them that don't, don't be deceived about the way I'm sitting here. I can be living my life without wisdom. Don't let my dress deceive you. My hair deceive you. Don't let anything deceive you. I can be living without wisdom. So check it very carefully. Thy words are without wisdom. So sometimes you will just see clearly that a person is living life without wisdom. And this is Job. A godly man that God testified about. And someone is saying that your words are without wisdom. Please. Wisdom today is not wisdom tomorrow. You can lose your wisdom in transition. And that is why we have to be talking about wisdom. You can see someone express wisdom today. 
and a complete opposite of themselves the next day. So there is the possibility that you and I can be living without wisdom. And many children of God live without wisdom. There is a certain level of godly wisdom that you are expected to allow to govern your life. Then when you come to the very intricacies of the very the details or the departments of your life, there are certain customized wisdom that you need to live with or you need to apply for your life to be fruitful in those systems. For instance, there is the wisdom in the department of marriage. And even though you might be a godly person who is living with godly wisdom, you may just put a pause on the wisdom that flows for marriage. That's why not all Christian marriages work. You can lack wisdom in, in the area of your career or business, but you are very wise in marriage. That's why sometimes people get confused that how can he be so spiritual? And so foolish at the same time. How can I be a good husband, a good father, and so, so of a bad business person at the same time? Are you here? So some people, if their boss told their wife that they were not doing well in the office, that they were foolish in the office, the wife will argue because the man is a perfect wise man in the house. And when he goes to the worker environment, he's a complete opposite of the wisdom he has in the, in the marriage. Are you here at all? Some can be very wise with their spiritual life, prayer life, devotional life, and be completely opposite that when it comes to financial life. Hey, you need the wisdom. You can be living without wisdom, and you are you don't know, because most of the times, when we have wisdom in one department, we tend to generalize that we have wisdom in every department. But wisdom in one department doesn't mean you have wisdom in every department. In fact, I want to show you a scripture. It's not it's not part of my preaching, but let me just show you one of the dynamics. Of wisdom is Proverbs chapter 18 verse 1. Look at, look at something very quickly. I'm just stealing the scripture from another week. But Proverbs 18 verse 1. Let's read it together. One go. Through desire a man having separated himself seeketh and what? Intermeddleth with what? All wisdom. Say all wisdom. I can't hear you. Say all wisdom. Should I give you another scripture? Daniel 1 4. <laughs> I'm just showing you that wisdom in one area is not equal to wisdom in another area. There is something called all wisdom. You, he said that person intermediate. That person has allowed all wisdom to just enter, permeate them. In Daniel 1 4, he says that children in whom was no blemish, 
but well favored and skillful in all wisdom. Skillful is not every child of God that is skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science. He said he is skillful in all wisdom. So you see that some people are skillful in certain areas of wisdom, but not in all wisdom. And I'm praying that you will be skillful in all wisdom. The essence of such a preaching as living without wisdom is that you and I will be skillful in all wisdom. Praise the Lord. So, you see that it is a possibility that we can walk in all wisdom. So, tonight is going to be very straightforward, brief. You know, but my prayer is that as members of the body of Christ, we will be living with wisdom, not living without wisdom. Say a big amen. amen. So, this is the reality that some people live without wisdom. And um, when we check out this, we are seeing that one of the things that gives such people away is that he said, Job, your words are without wisdom. So when you speak, we see the real thing that is operating you. We see that some people speak and you know they have wisdom. They act and you know they have wisdom. Others speak and you know that they don't have wisdom. That is why when you lack wisdom in an area and they are talking, keep quiet. You see, I'm just trying to calm down this night that as a church member, sometimes you think you know how to pastor the church more than the pastor. (laughs) So sometimes you really can be frustrated that your pastor is not wise. And that he should have done A, B, C, D, E, F, and you know. Because that's what your wisdom is superior to his wisdom. That's a feeling that you can have. But wisdom is not a feeling, no. <laughs> wisdom is not a feeling. I mean, sometimes you feel like you really, you, you, your wisdom is like your boss. You are way, way wiser than your boss. There's a possibility that you may know some things that your boss doesn't know or may see some things that your boss has not seen. But he's not there for fun. And he's not there for show. Praise the Lord. And like me pastoring here, I'm not. There are many things that sometimes when people are telling me, they feel I don't know. And sometimes I will claim I don't know. So I allow you to say, uh, say thank you for teaching me. But one of the things the Bible says is that a leader must not be an ignorant person. An ignorant person cannot be a good leader. That's why the Bible says that leadership is not for novices. It's not for what? Novices. You, you can see me relating with someone that you think I should not be relating with 
in the church because you are offended by the person. And that's your wisdom. Anyone that has offended you, pastor is, is even canal allowing that person close. <laughs> it's interesting. Hey. It's, it's, why is pastor even alive? I don't even understand. <laughs> I don't understand. But until the person offended you, it was okay for the person to come around pastor. It was okay until the person offended you. Now, no. It is no longer come boldly <laughs> to the throne of God. Hey, you are too much. You are too much. Ask somebody, ask, are you too much? See, I'm living without wisdom. Living without wisdom. You just watch all politicians when they are in opposition. They seem to be wiser than the ruling government. <clears throat> but when you give the job to them, they will see. So, one of the excuses that is even very, very bad is that <laughs> in politics, they will tell you that they did not know the extent of the damage. They knew that we didn't have money. But they did not know the extent of our indebtedness. Uh, just let me just ask a question since we are all citizens in one country or the other and tell me if it is wisdom how is it possible that you do not have a proper assessment of a situation of indebtedness of a country and you are able to stand on political platforms to make promises about how you are going to turn our lives from hell to heaven without knowing what, what is there. You are able to give us promises. I will do this. I will do that. I will do this. I just for you to come to power and realize that now we grow. I don't know how wise that one is. When you don't know the extent of rottenness and you are able to say that I'll be able to fix it. Well, what kind of a magician are you? That, that's not wisdom. For me, I think that if we're a politician, you should know the issues. You should know the extent of whatever it is before you offer yourself to lead the people. Because when you tell us whatever you tell us and we give you the mandate, we don't want excuses. It's not wise to be giving us excuses. You can tell us to give you time, but don't tell us nonsense. It is not wise. The Bible says that if you want to build a house, you need to count the cost. You should know the full cost. And like many other people, if they want to build a house, they will do all the material calculations minus labor. When the labor starts coming, you see that budget has been over, overblown. Then they, they begin to fight. Four man, messing, they just fight everybody on site. That's not wise. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Uh, wait, let me just preach. I'm a preacher. 
There are people who live without wisdom. What is, I've shown you the reality of it. What is the impact in the lives of people who live without wisdom? What are the impact for living without wisdom? Proverbs 11.12. Proverbs 11.12. Look at what the Bible said. I love it. It's a very simple message I'm preaching here. Beautiful. He said that he that is void of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holdeth his peace. So, that word, he that is void of wisdom, is he who lacks wisdom. I'm saying that there are people who live without wisdom, they lack wisdom. Such people, the Bible says that they are void of wisdom. They are what? When people are void of wisdom, one of the things they do is that they despise their neighbors. So, one of the negative impact that living without wisdom will have on you is that it will cause you to destroy important relationships. It will do what? It will cause you to destroy important relationships. And you see, when you are destroying such important relationships, the Bible actually says that you despise. What do you do? Please, it's, it's a Wednesday evening. It's a beautiful night. You despise. What, what, what word did the Bible use? You despise. Yeah. He that is void of wisdom. Now, that void, voidness. It's what makes the person to despise. Do you know what it means to despise? Is to devalue. <laughs> is to is it's like what? You beat down, you look down. To despise means that the thing is here. And you bring it's like you trivialize what is important. You you disregard, you dishonor, you you just Treat the thing like it is not important, even though it is important. But there is something in you that makes you see gold as paper. That's why when you lack wisdom, you don't care how you talk to people. When you lack wisdom, you see people and you you are thinking class. You're thinking, are you my class? It's the reason why some people are not prosperous. It's the reason why some people are not even married. It's the reason why some people are not favored. Too many things can happen to you or against you just because you lack wisdom. And sometimes the people you meet on your way and feel like they are nobodies are really somebody so. That God has Planted in your pathway for your help. But for the lack of wisdom in your heart. You just despise them before you meet them at the time of your help. Uh, uh, should I say it again? I'm saying that sometimes you are not careful. You will cheat somebody. That you will go and meet in a position that you need favor for. 
And so it is just wisdom that will make you to value people the way God sees them. Regardless of how they appear. Regardless of who gave birth to them, your knowledge of what their background is. Because you see, one thing that God has not allowed any human being to have is that you cannot determine what shall become the tomorrow of someone. You can't, it's not in your power. Number two, it is also not in your power to detect to God who you want you whom you want him to use to help you. I'm saying something here. Don't take me as a foolish man. I'm saying that it is not in your power to choose who your father should be. Who your mother should be. It is not in your power to determine who your destiny helper should be. You don't make that selection. It is God who makes such selections. So, when God has selected his own team, and due to your lack of wisdom, you despise them, the rest, you are on your own. That's why it's important that we walk in wisdom. For so many people who live without wisdom, they don't know that God will make them meet people today that they need in the next 10 years. And today you may be high, walking high on your high heel and wearing your nice suit. And you are fine, but life has not promised you fineness through time. I, oh God, help me. Kai, why am I even preaching here? I'm saying that there is no promise for you that you will be fine every day of your life. God has decided that. <laughs> Different seasons will bring different things to your life. And you need wisdom to uphold the value God has deposited in the lives of people. So that in the time that God wants to use them to bless you, you will not have neutralized that help. It takes wisdom. We can be in this church... And you can be misbehaving to people, not knowing how God has positioned them in your life. And sometimes you see people are down, but they won't stay down forever. First Samuel chapter 30, David saw a man lying in the field like that. The man looked very, very sick. He was actually sick. Abandoned, hungry, and all of that. He, the wisdom of God in him told him that it's not every any anyone that looks like an enemy that you kill. Even though you are pursuing enemies, it's not everyone that looks like an enemy that you kill. Please repeat that to, after me. It's not everyone that looks like an enemy that you kill. One more time. Say it's not everyone that looks like an enemy that you kill. Why? Because sometimes the people and the things you are looking for, the ones to help you look for them, don't come from your own camp. They come from the camp of the people who cause the mess. And God will keep some of the messy people as evidence to lead you to the recovery of whatever has been messed up in your life. Are you here now? It's the reason why sometimes when police arrest armed robbers, they don't kill all of them. 
Because the robbers can lead them to whichever. They, they, they will lead them there. As for you, you have a fire that has no wisdom. It just kills everything. It's a machine gun. Anything that resembles an enemy must go. Hey. And sometimes, some people, they, are, they resemble enemies, but they are not. Are you here? Sometimes you have disagreement with people, but they are not evil. Sometimes the disagreement can, can be, it can be a long drawn battle. But there is no evil in the matter. It's just a disagreement. And let it remain so. But if you, if you are not wise, you see that you will extend the disagreement into a realm where you begin to insult. You begin to go into the gutter with people. You begin to dirty people. You begin to bat mouth. You begin to just, you do everything possible. And oh, I, I can't wait to go to the next point. So you just mess them up and mess yourself up. And um, let me just say this. So anytime you are despising a man God has decided to raise, you are destroying your own self. Because the truth of the matter is that <laughs> You can never change God's plan because of your lack of wisdom. For somebody else, God will do for them what he has planned to do for them. And no matter how much hatred you have for them, God is not going to change his mind because you hate them. Are you here at all? Those of us who take that privilege as a, you are like a privileged child of God. I'm going to talk to God and you see what will happen to you. It's a joke. You are a joker. That's why the Bible says that if it is within your means, make peace with all men. It is a wisdom that sometimes, uh, can I tell you something? It's a wisdom that sometimes when people offend you most, it's when you should just keep your cool. I say it again. One of your strongest social capital is when people offend you. Anyone that offends you and has some consciousness of wisdom, they know that they owe you. Somebody did something wrong against you and found out that you were right, they were wrong. They owe you. You don't need to kill that person. Person is owing you and is looking for every opportunity to make amends. True or false? That is why when people offend you, sometimes you just have to walk. You say, you have, you have three points here. It's for the next five years. But some people are like fire for fire. It's like the three point, you know. I will commission and some movie on. Sometimes people don't understand. Say, Pastor, it's like when people do bad things against you, it's like enya weya me, me enya meya, enya meya kracha wa ufisa diya weya no. But I'm just doing point accumulation. I'm doing what? 
point accumulation. You, you are too quick to shoot people down. And that quickness to shoot people down is a sign that you are living without wisdom. Because eh, mostly when you are shooting people down like properly in your mind, I don't need you and I will never need you. But I'm telling you that that sense that you have, that I don't need you and I will never need you. Needing them or not needing them, it's not in your power. It's only in the power of God to determine. Are you here? It's only in the power of God. So, one of the impacts of living without wisdom is that you destroy relationships. Sometimes they are blessed relationships. Are you here? Come on now. Are you sure you are here? The boy broke up with you or the girl broke up with you. It's just a breakup. It's just a breakup. Nothing else. Nothing, nothing more. Are you here? It's just a breakup. You can have a normal relationship as friends, but we are not going to marry. You see, it doesn't have to result in some bad blood and going on social media. All of a sudden, you have started writing things. You have started writing things. Putting people's picture. This guy is a scam. This is a froster. It's an emotional thief. Charlie, you chop the love. No, he chopped the love. Go away with what you chop. Let him go away with what he chop. What is it? Love is mutual. Sometimes, sometimes, it's, I'm sure when God sits up there, sometimes he's wondering, whether you are really his child. <laughs> my people, my people. I wonder for you. Some people, they just break up with somebody. They don't want to have any semblance of the name. Color, height, tribe, village. Of whoever they broke up with. Hey! All these Francis people. Very dangerous. I see Francis is a DNA. <laughs> they are all the same. So the impact is that it destroys relationships. I pray that your relationships will not be destroyed in Jesus' name. The truth of the matter is that life has been designed in such a way that we have to live like a food chain. And you can't live without people. Especially people that God has planted your way. And sometimes people that God has planted your way, they will come to you like trashes. And you may have to take them like David. He took vain men into the cave of Adullam. Had time for them because of wisdom. After a while, those vain men became the mighty men of David. People may come into your life vain. That's why sometimes you don't just look at the appearance of people to judge them. Take your time. 
If you look at John the Baptist, the Bible says that amongst all men born to women, he is the greatest. But when the Bible gives a description of the kind of clothing he was wearing, food he was eating, and where he was staying, he looked like an animal more than a human being. But amongst men, he was the greatest. So you can't look at the dress of somebody and judge the potentials and blessings and possibilities God has put in them. And you are not supposed to do that. Are you here at all? You are supposed to allow God to help you discern people. And for God to... uh, Look, let's go to point two. Tell somebody to be patient with people. And being patient with people is a sign that you have wisdom. You want to divorce? Divorce because what? Because your something happened between your spouse and your 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 parents or your your relatives. That's why you want to divorce. Hey. That's all. Charlie, some people before they will behave well, they misbehave. (laughs) They have to misbehave before they make amends. You are there, but you have divorced. And your mother, crowd who was not spoken well to, she has, she has gone. She, she's, she's still calling your, whoever, my in-law, my son or my daughter, by you. You are there. Who are you? Who are you? But you see, that's how, that's, that's where your, that's why your wisdom is limited because, you are so uh, all right. You are so simplistic. <laughs> I'm just trying to economize uh, the language tonight because it's a wisdom service. You are so simplistic to think that your mother is is for only you, that your spouse is not also a son or a daughter to your mother. It's very simply that when somebody marries, we have entered into the realm of adoption. So you, you can't say my mother, his mother is our mother. Are you here at all? And the same way that you know you have said bad things to your mother before, and the world didn't come to an end. When he or she says it, because she is also. He, eh, the mother to whether him or her, matter should not spoil the marriage. Are you are there? You are there. I think so if somebody wants to confront the mother-in-law, you should be able to confront the mother-in-law, and it should not be a mansu between the whoever <laughs> was not biologically born by that, because it's, it's, it's the mother too, it's their father too. I'm going to have a word with my father-in-law. Yeah. It's me to my father. But when I, if I saw him lying by the roadside convulsing, 
and I pass. People will say, is that not your father there? I have to have a word with my father-in-law. I have a word with my father-in-law. What do you mean? And if I'm having that way, you are supposed to be supporting me. Because we are talking to our father. By you, know, it's like you have come to do some war in the marriage. I say, you don't talk to my mother. You don't talk to my father. What? Do that respectfully. But Charlie, sometimes the thing can be heated. I pray that God will give you wisdom to measure your words. But it is not every heated something that is disrespectful. So say, even the way you were talking, you know, it's a sign of this. So what do you mean? English is English. <laughs> Mom, I don't like it. Mom, I don't like it. Is it not the same? <laughs> he said, the way I heard you say, Mom, I don't like it. You, know? it's, you have disrespected my What do you mean? <laughs> hey, the vibration is a disrespect. <laughs> Charlie. For all you know, you know, this level of vibration is the minimal of what the potential really is. The barest minimum. We need a thermometer to test how hot this thing could have been. Tell somebody, you need wisdom. You need wisdom. Impact number two. When you are living without wisdom, please live with wisdom. Or else, you would destroy the relationships around you. Someone opens their home to you, you need wisdom. Praise the Lord. Opens their office to you. Opens their whatever to you. Something that is supposed to be coded. You need wisdom. God should give you wisdom. I mean, you can make mistakes, but immediately have wisdom. <laughs> I've made serious, even I wanted to say, I've made beautiful mistakes. <laughs> Every one of us, we are all prone to mistakes. Are you here? But may wisdom guide your life. So, second impact is that is in Proverbs chapter 15, 20 to 21. Proverbs 15, 20 to 21. Shall we read together? A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish man despised what? Have you seen that? The word contempt, despise, is really associated to foolishness. A foolish man. Despise it. That's, that's what I'm saying. that It just destroys good relationships. But Inka, if you were not really foolish, how would you despise your own mother? Whether she went to school or she didn't go to school or is your mother I was watching um, Divorce Court. Judge. I have not watched it for a long time. Judge, It's a female judge. American something. One black girl like that. In her mind. She's now white. And she took the mother to court. Because the mother is black. This mother didn't go to school. She was serving as a house help to take her. She just took care of this girl. And she went to the highest, best schools. Now she's living in the midst of whites. So she thinks that the mother is an embarrassment to her destiny. (laughs) 
Judge, you know, I'm not simple. He just gave the girl proper history. Black woman like that. And if it's, that's when you see the confirmation of foolishness. Even at that, she was still where she was. So, that's the scripture we have read. We are not done. It says what? Fully. <laughs> Let's read together so that it will be nice. Alright. Fully. Please, let's do it together. One go. Fully is joy to him that is destitute of wisdom. But a man of understanding walketh uprightly. So, fully is joy to particular people. Fooling. A lifestyle of foolishness. Living like you are not a human being. Behaving foolishly, living foolishly, he says that is joy. You know, somebody is uh, is living foolishly, and the thing is, is gladness to the heart of the person. Fully is joy to him. That is destitute of wisdom. The, the reason why foolishness is exciting the heart of the person is because that person lacks wisdom. Is destitute to wisdom. So you see the impact where people celebrate foolish lifestyle as a golden lifestyle. Darkness is enjoyable for the person. You are prostituting and you think you are on top. Oh, we are going to Dubai today. Abu Dhabi tomorrow. It's like, it's like the whole world belongs to you. Fully is, is joy. To, I don't know if you understand this thing or Just Jimmy You are on the wrong path and it excites you. That, this, this living without wisdom make you celebrate a lifestyle of foolishness. It's like that is the golden standard. You are stealing. It's like, wow. I got it. I got it. You are a froster. Sakawa boy. You are a froster and you are happy that you have money. Money? No. You are doing something that will collapse you, but the thing excites you and you can't stop yourself. If you were even given an opportunity to do what is legitimate, it will be so boring to you. But you will just like a man just impersonating as a woman to deceive somebody on the other side something that you'll be arrested for no matter what you do but doing that excites you it's like wow if they gave you a job that was even paying you more than this foolishness you will still choose this one 
It tells you that that person is living without what? Wisdom. That's why some people don't want a job. If you were to say, I have a job for you. Mm-mm. Just give me money. Just give me money. They like to beg in church. Beg. 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 Anywhere they go, they like to beg. If you want to give them an opportunity to have a sustainable livelihood, they don't want. They just like the begging. Allah, Allah. They just like it. And that kind of life is joy to them. But it's going to destroy them. They celebrate it. You have done that. Uh, you are piling up sorrows for your future. And it's like you feel good about it. You, you know you are supposed to go to school. You are not going. And everything is passing you by. But you are happy to be here to do politics. Happy to be here to be blocking and to be mis- or to be used by somebody's foolishness. Yeah. Sometimes when I see the kind of people that politicians use for their whatever, for their dirty jobs, I wonder, did human beings give birth to these people? And no politician has ever used any gang that has their own child inside. And their children are not even in the gang. And some people would die for politicians that they will not see after the election. And when you see them very hyper, defending it with all their lies, wow. Wow. There wouldn't be any campaigning in this country. No need for campaign. Just stand on TV and just be communicating what you want to do. Like, yeah, like that. We are not going to do mammoth campaign. No, but don't come to anybody's house. Just stay on the television and tell us. Yeah. Boys on all kinds of in cars, on, on motorbikes, boys in the bush, traveling in the night, driving anyhow, some dying, some whatever way, and it still excites them. That I am some honorables bad boy. Honorables, uh, I, I'm the side chick. I'm the, it's like, it's like, you know, in fact, when they created the world, the baller, no, that is what you are. And it excites you that you are the baller of life. It's a clear sign. Is what? A clear sign that you are living without wisdom. So take the battle of your friend and begin to fight that battle when you don't even know the real matter. It's what your friend told you. That's what you know. But you don't know the real matter from the other side. You, then you are just say, what shall not say? Car without brake. And you are very excited because in your heart, you know, you know, you are strong. Iron girl. Iron guy. Iron boy. 
I will deal with the matter for you. They sit down. I will deal with the matter for you. And you don't have all the marbles. You are just there. By the time you know, you have gone to even incriminate yourself more than the person who had the problem in the beginning. And when they ask you, where is your evidence? It's just based on hearsay. And you go and the person who gave you the hearsay, you know, it doesn't have any evidence. You two, you don't know where to get the evidence from. And now you are in a hot soup. When you go to the court and they ask you, you see that your face, your face, your face, they will write on your forehead, living without wisdom. You see that you celebrate fully. Say, hey, is it a good service? The next one, maybe the last one for tonight, would be nice. We have a lot to say on wisdom. Beautiful. Job 4, 17 to 21. This one killed me. Job 4. <laughs> Job chapter 4, 17 to 21. Watch the Bible, what the Bible said. Shall mortal man or shall mortal man be more just than God? Shall a man be more pure than his maker? Behold, he put no trust in his servants and his angels he charged with fully. How much less in them that dwell in houses of clay whose foundation is in the dust which are crushed before the moth. They are destroyed from morning to evening. They perish forever without any regarding it. Why? Doth not their excellency which is in them go away? They die even without wisdom. He's talking about a man contending with God. Can a man contend with his maker? Even God did not trust any man. He did not trust any angel. They say, how much more them that dwell in houses of clay? It's, it's a figurative statement. It's talking about the fact that the whole man, your frame is clay and your foundation is dust. So you are nobody. He said you are crushed before the moth. When you die, Gogomi eats you. Are you here at all? That's, that's all your giddy giddy, no? This is the summary of who we are without God, without wisdom. Then he now begins to say that how much less in them that dwell in next verse 20 just as they say they are destroyed from morning to evening they perish forever without any regarding that's it some people are destroyed and they don't even know that they are destroyed they don't regard it it's not like they 
they have seen and they are not paying attention. It's a, the, the distraction is ongoing and they are not aware. A stranger can come to your house and look at your the, the posture of your wife and see that the, the, the home no is not happy. But you sitting there causing the problem, no, you have not seen it. To you, no. Everything is fine. Wow. Hey. When you watch some of the obese people, eh, person has, is big, dying because of fat. And he spread three pizza. <laughs> and then McDonald's. Are you here at all? KFC on the left. And before the person no crashes. Oreo. Yes. And he's eating it with joy. Oh, wow. You see, the, the, the pizza is dripping with cheese. So I really love it. I really love it. With noodles. By the side. He's eating like he wants to enter the grave today, today, today. And the person is not regarding that that is death, right? Sitting before. And I'll be easy, we need wisdom. Say, God, grant me wisdom. I can't hear you. Say, God, grant me wisdom. Yes. You, you are in a shop. You are selling provision. Margins. 10 pesos. 20 pesos. Who to me, you digestive back. Now they are chobi. Digestive five cities. For the next two hours, you know. Everything you are going to sell is in that digestive biscuit you have dashed out. We need wisdom. We need what? We need wisdom. You, you are sitting in a shop. You are able to tell yourself that me, 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 I'm very sympathetic. Me, God loves a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. And you started not today. Started collapsing it long time ago. Look at look at what the Bible said. Doth not their excellency which is in them go away? That's it. your glory, your excellency, your honor gets bent out. And the Bible uses the word they die even without wisdom. Your excellency dies, your honor dies. 
because he refused to live in wisdom. That's why some people, they lack dignity, integrity. There is no honor. There is no beauty. There is no glory in your life because you have not been living with wisdom. When people cannot see your wisdom, they cannot see your glory. Are you here at all? And living without wisdom means that every step you are taking, you are abusing yourself and you are burning your glory. Look at this. Look at this. Every step is fighting your glory. The boy you want to marry, the woman you want to marry, you see that living without wisdom, you, you don't go by any principle. So, whatever principle you are going by is a freestyle and has been engineered to destroy you. They die without wisdom. So, there are many people who are alive, but they are dead. They are not part of the race. They are irrelevant. Your life is without consequence. Nobody is using you for anything. You are going nowhere. Where you are, that's where you have stopped. You are not going up. You are not going by the side. You are, you are just wasted. Just because you lack wisdom. And that is why no matter the times and the seasons that may change, you are still dead. Once you are dead, you are dead. And they die because there is no wisdom. So when wisdom is not there, you just kill yourself. You just burn your glory. Kill your glory. Burn your glory. Kill. You see, there are some things you are doing today. Tomorrow will come. When somebody takes your history, you see that you died long time ago. Before coming here. Some of the things you are exposing on social media. Writing on social media. Some of the things you are practically doing. In the next 10 years. Just watch. Watch my mouth. In the next 10 years. Part of the profiling for job application and employment. Will include social media activities. Just continue to fool. Everywhere you are there, some. Everything you are inside, some. <laughs> hey. There are things you are doing now. When they come up in the next five years, you see that you are a dead woman. You are a dead man. And you died long time ago. We were waiting for your burial. Because a life lived without wisdom is equal to death. And please, never think that death is when somebody is in the ground, in a coffin. The real death is when your eyes are open, you are breathing, but the life is gone. You are being wasted. And wisdom can waste you more than witches can waste you. Lack of wisdom can waste you more than demons can waste you. And many people, they are already dead. Even the devil doesn't want you. Because there is no wisdom. I pray that God will give us wisdom in Jesus' name. May the Lord give us wisdom in Jesus' name.
In your ministry, receive wisdom. In your marriage, receive wisdom. In your business and career, receive wisdom. In your finances, receive wisdom. In your health, receive wisdom. Whatever you are doing, receive wisdom in the name of Jesus. That amen is not coming out at all. Receive the wisdom of Jehovah in the name of Jesus. Please, let's rise. (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful. You will walk in the spirit of wisdom. Say, I walk in the spirit of wisdom. One more time, one more time. Say, I will walk in the spirit of wisdom. Can you say it better? I walk in the spirit of wisdom. One more time. Say, I walk in the spirit of wisdom. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say, I walk in wisdom. I walk in wisdom. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Have you been blessed? Are you sure? Let's bless God. The wisdom, we must be on it. Living with that wisdom means that you are not taking your life itself. You are not taking life important. Number two, you are not taking your life important. It's like anything goes. And you can tell yourself, I will be fine. Life must be lived with wisdom. It must be intentional. All the accidental victories you have, they will pass away. We will come to the meat of the matter. We will come to what? The meat of the matter. That one will require your wisdom. And if you don't have wisdom, foolishness will be operating you. Why do you want to marry that man? Why do you want to marry that woman? Why do you want to partner that person? I mean, in business. Why are you talking to that person? Why, why are you engaging that person? Why are you engaging that idea? You have to... Wisdom will give you the ability to do that self-assessment. Are you here? To know. To know where this thing is leading to. There's a brother in this church or oh, some years ago he entered into massive losses of a business that was doing very well. When they started the business, I told him, I said that every day open your eyes, set a target. When you meet your target, don't even go beyond it. Even when everywhere is ripe, don't be tempted and open your eyes like this with your two partners. Open your eyes like this at the back office never take your eyes. He took his eyes for two days. A business of about $300,000 that rose to $1.2 million was erased into losses that went out to half a million dollars. Losses from profit of $1.2 to losses of half a million dollars. I said, you brother no I'm going to you a message. Daddy made the move. Then he was really innocent. But he's a leader of the team. 
Sometimes you don't know the kind of losses we, we have incurred for coming here. And we are trying to make you escape the things that we have suffered. Because you think the world is a nice place. This place is not a nice place. Oh. You can have problems that will be behind to me. Wow. Behind to me. Wow. Even the innocent person who is not operating with wisdom can be in problem. Such as our brother like this. He didn't steal one kobo. But the kind of wahala is in it. It's only God. Are you here? Are you sure you are here? So, being innocent today, just be deliberate. Activate the wisdom every day. Activate the wisdom. Activate the wisdom. Let the wisdom be. Don't do anything without employing your wisdom. serious. radio what to say your boss Irene? People, people, motorcade. president boom. Tell somebody we need wisdom more. Tell somebody activate your wisdom. Stop the play. Stop the play. Stop the play. Say we have grown enough. We have played enough. Now no. Wisdom all the way. Activate it. And be on it with wisdom. There are people, I mean, every church will lose one or two people. There are people who have left this church. Few people. I, can, I always tell people, I say, none of them can stand anywhere to mention my name that it is because of Pastor Francis A, B, C, D, E, F. That is why I left the church. May your foolishness land on your own head. Like Paul would say, your blood is on your own head. It can never, maybe you have a problem with somebody, but not me. Did I come to your house? Did I, what did I do? I will be here. Like you are here. The way I am with all of you, this is it. When I'm close, I go, I'm done. (laughs) When I'm dealing with you, I always leave room. I don't know. Tomorrow I may need you, you may need me. When you go and you start talking, I just watch you. And same with somebody who has left, he was going to look for a job. They're not knowing that the boss of the place you know, knows me and knew that he was here. He called me by the back. This person has come. There are two people that this thing is a very sensitive. What, what do you say about the person? I said, Oh, 
He's a good person. He's good. He's, he's, is, he, is he still here? I say he's a good person. I didn't answer. Keep, keep misbehaving. Thinking the whole world is yours. <laughs> hey. Recently, one sister who has left the church, he was in a critical condition in a hospital. The doctor taking care of the person has also been here before. I has met the person before. And he said, the doctor called me. He said, Pastor, this your member is here. He doesn't know that the person has left. He says, in a critical condition, I'm a doctor. Pastor, we need divine intervention. Start praying right now. Start praying right now. When he mentioned the name of the person, I said, Radie, Mami Akoma, may the bomb be doing him. But human life is so precious, right? And it's not accidental that the doctor was talking to me. Please, Mike Medok Nakai, I say, when you are angry and you are leaving the office of your whoever you are angry with, eh, don't destroy the door. Just don't. Just, just calmly close the door. You don't know when you will need that door to escape disaster. And then I see here and there, my fire. Where why? Like you better ask Magic Joe, so Pastor Francis, Pastor Francis, Frio <laughs> with bony face. <laughs> Shabibi, oh. One day I was here, Ike was here, I me and Ike, and then one bishop called me, he was finding out from me. One sister like that who had left the church. And he's in their church. He said, is she dangerous to me? Ike was there. And I was saying, ah, it's a good ministry material. She's blessed. A, B, C, D. Ike was sitting there. Said, eh? My pastor said something. He said, don't contribute to the downfall of anybody. It's not in my hand. And when God, I mean, it, fine. If somebody didn't, didn't do well here and didn't survive here, it does not mean they won't survive anywhere. God has a plan for his children. I'm not the one that will bring them down. If your character is not good and it doesn't change, my recommendation will not add or take away. It's just a matter of time. If you have changed, change will help you. If you have not changed, no matter what I say, when you start manifesting, it will show. Are you here at all? Why is your face sad? Laugh behind the mask. Let me see. Wow. It's a wisdom matter. Tell somebody, the whole matter is a wisdom matter. Say, the way we handle things is a wisdom issue. It's powerful. It's powerful. Let the boy be hiding in corner with you. Uh, don't join the marriage council. Now we have started, you know. Then be there uh, when it's two months. Then he say, "Daddy, uh, we are going to marry in two months." You see that? Say no. And now you start misbehaving, but it's a wisdom issue. It's a wisdom issue. It's a wisdom issue. Why are you afraid to bring that man? <laughs> Oh, that lady, why are you afraid? Hey, a man that you are afraid to bring to see pastor or whoever, 
You are not afraid to live with that man for the rest of your life. Well, it's a wisdom matter. <laughs> it's a real wisdom issue. Serious one. Look at someone say it's a serious wisdom issue. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Medina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 877 831 or 0204 916 168 or 0277 532 3600. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service, 9 30 a.m. for the second service, and 11 30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m.